Genre. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute. We are the daily podcast that analyzes the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. Joining us again, Travis Bowe from Real Comic Heroes. Travis. Hello there. Hello, hello. Today we are knocking out minute 43, which begins with Rocky saying, nobody wants to look awkward. Too late. (laughs) (laughs) And it ends with Rocky going to show Adrian something in his wallet. See how we... uh... In the last minute, you mentioned that he was bullshitting the origin of Southpaw, and that's pretty much exactly mm-hmm. what I wrote down. So, Okay. <laughs> there we go. I don't think there's any argument there because <laughs> yeah. his logic here is, is insane. Did anybody, else have to look at, <laughs> did anybody else have to look at a map of Pennsylvania, New Jersey? To, to like, it's maybe, not south. Maybe he was looking at it. Not south. No. All right, so he said... he. Goes on saying that other fighters don't like to fight Southpaws because it's awkward and nobody likes to look awkward. True. Um, was <laughs> nobody about? likes to look awkward. He mentioned timing in the last one. I, like I, I know I understand this. No one wants to look awkward because you're. It's like fighting in a mirror. But mm-hmm. what, what, I don't know how it messes up timing. I don't see how it does. Or... I mean, it's like it's like like you're fighting somebody who's doing everything backwards. I can see how that would yeah. be. Because I imagine you have to lead with a maybe with a right and then a left and then another right instead of leading with a left right left i don't know i don't know anything about boxing which is why i when i asked for minutes i said just give me the awkward date stuff because no, I, yeah. I don't know shit about boxing so. <laughs> but everybody knows things about awkward exactly <laughs> exactly it's uh, so if, if a right-handed fighter has his body bladed where his left is closer to his opponent with the right hand cocked mm-hmm. And if you throw like a cross, like a right cross will go across your body, across the other fighter's body to his face. But throwing a right cross to a left-handed fighter looks like right. you're kind of throwing it at his back, not at, at the front of his body. So, I mean, in a way, I I, I have no I freaking yeah. idea. <laughs> I'm, yeah. trying to, I'm trying to picture in my mind and, and nope, not uh, working. I have no zero boxing experience, zero, so I can't even... Yeah, I might just cut all that out because that was just. <laughs> no, I, what is it? Anyway, it's nice. No, I, it's I, like a rocky date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You not know what the hell I'm talking about? All right. Yeah. It's endearing. <laughs> it was. It really was, man. I feel like I was, we were having this conversation on ice on the ice. <laughs> you were in skates and I wasn't. You were talking about boxing. <laughs> I know as much about it as Rocky knows about left paw. Yeah. Left paw. Oh, Jesus left Christ. Paw. Uh, kind of means you know the same thing. I'm gonna go to bed. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> right on. Oh jeez. All right. So uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, he asks her if she knows where Southpaw came from. The attendant reminds them that they have nine minutes left. Okay, so here's. I have to say this. Well, I'm not sure if this is verbatim because I don't put in as many you knows as he does. <laughs> so a long time ago, maybe a couple hundred years ago. I had, hold on one second though. Go ahead. I, 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 when he said that, I was kind of like, there's no way, 100 years ago? But I looked up. <laughs> the first boxing match was actually in 1681. That was the first recorded boxing match. Uh, I got it right in here. In the States on, or like. You no, know, it was not in the States. It was uh, okay. 
January 6th, 1681, the first recorded boxing match took place in Britain when Christopher Monk, second Duke of Albemarle and later Lieutenant Governor of Jamaica, engineered a bout between his butler and his butcher, the latter winning the winning the prize. Jesus, so the, so the guy's paying poor people to fight yeah. <laughs> for his entertainment. <laughs> this guy created bum fights. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you know, boxing has been around for a couple hundred years. So Rocky, you know, so so far, um, I'm still on board. All right, maybe he knows what he's talking about. All right, so a long time ago, maybe a couple hundred years ago, there was this guy fighting. And I think it was around Philadelphia. <laughs> See, he was left-handed, and his arm was facing towards New Jersey, and that's south. No, Rocky, it's <laughs> east. <laughs> so naturally, naturally, they called him South Paw. South Paw. South Jersey. <laughs> south Camden. That's <laughs> <laughs> so weird. I know. But first of all, the way he starts it off where he's like... um you know, he's unsure if it's Philadelphia, it sounds like. He's like, yeah, well, somewhere in Philadelphia. If this is going to be your explanation of what South Pole is and you're going to be using New Jersey, then, like, it has to be, you're, for your argument, I mean, New Jersey's not south of Philadelphia, but for your argument, then it has to be Philadelphia. But he's mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know, somewhere in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> but this is clearly, I, I think he's just BSing this. Yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, you know, yeah. I don't think he gets out much either because maybe Philadelphia is the only city he knows of. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you've never left Philly, then everything is possibly south of you, or yeah, possibly yeah. west of you. <laughs> and the and the way he tries to shoehorn this in with yeah. South Jersey, South Paul, <laughs> South Camden, just keep repeating it, and and he does he does like the like the air jab with his left hand, you know, yeah. South <laughs> Paul. <laughs> See, like my hand is a paw. Oh yeah. God, it's just awful. But she's hanging on every word. Mm. Um, so I looked it up and didn't. I could not find anything definitive about Southpaw. Um, lots of my sources were from like the 1800s related to baseball. Yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. some boxing and even uh, political cartoons. Mm-hmm. And what I found was in 1848, a political cartoon depicting the Whig vice, president, vice presidential candidate and future president, Millard Fillmore, lying battered on the ground after being punched by the left hand of Democratic presidential candidate Lewis Cass and lamenting, curse the old hoss, what a southpaw he has given me. So that was okay. the, I think that was the first reported, you know, incident of the word being or being written or, uh, but then I found other things that saying it came from baseball and depending on the way the baseball diamond was laid out mm-hmm. and which oh, okay. you know, if the pitcher was left-handed then he was facing what was it west it, it's uh, his arm would be here. facing it south. would say that uh it came from somebody named Dunn I don't know he was a uh, play-by-play commentator and he he used the term because he said the ballpark faced east to west so home plate was west and if a left-handed pitcher would pitch from the south with his paw, the term southpaw was born. Uh, yeah. That's it. I don't know. Yeah, I couldn't find anything <laughs> definitively saying that here's where it came from and when and which right. you know, which right. of these areas it started in. So, Well, if anybody out there can find that information, throw it on our listeners page, Mighty Mix. Yeah. All right. See that? Little shameless plug. Nice. Synergy. <laughs> So she's, like I said, she's hanging on his every word, man. She's looking at him. She's fixing her glasses and hat and smiled when he f- said the first of many Southpaws. 
<laughs> South Paw. I can't get South over that. Camden, South Paul. <laughs> the, the, just the logic. It is the way that. he says it. It is great. Because he's not. Paul. It's almost like he gives up on that logic halfway through it. Yeah, he realizes he doesn't know what he's talking about, so he just figures if I just keep saying South and then other words, <laughs> yeah. it'll just I'll come back around to South Paul. <laughs> South America, South Paul. But see, he doesn't know about those because they're so far outside That's of Philly. True. Yeah. His world revolves around Philly and obviously Camden, which yeah. are like 15 miles away from each other. So it's a yeah. small, small world to him. And then doesn't he say something about Atlantic City? Not yet. No, not not. In, I don't even know if it's in this no, movie. It's not. I know. I think it was in one of your earlier minutes in uh, in the script. Said something about the the locker room being full of guys and one of them talking about going to fight in Atlantic City. Ah, yes. That was yeah. the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. A true fan. Yeah, I just listened to your uh, minutes with Scott Corelli. Yeah. And one through, you know, ten uh, last week, so. Yeah, uh, he, he pointed out that the, the way, because we're, we're following the script along with the, the watcher in sure. the movie, too, so the way that Stallone wrote the script and the way that John Avelson directed the movie... Sylvester Stallone seems like he had a more romanticized notion of of the boxing world, and Avelson had a more realistic view of it. Yeah. So it definitely came across that way. I was just watching back after he says South Jersey, South Camden, South Paul. He says, "You know what I mean?" After that, don't you wish Adrian just be like, "No, (laughs) no, no," and please stop, (laughs) stop talking. Yeah. So so they go back to a long shot where they're back across the ice. And he says things probably worked out for the best, don't you think? You know, um, Rocky's just a consummate optimist. Yeah, yeah. Shout out the Dark Knight Minute guys for uh, giving me uh, props on my $4 words. Consummate optimist is one of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, but he, he lives in poverty. You know, he, he's fighting for a handful of dollars every couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and he, he looks at that and says that things worked out for the best. <laughs> See, again, I think it's just kind of going back to making excuses for, you know, saying that being a Southpaw is why he didn't get his chance or get, right. didn't get his shot, you know. Well, that's kind of like in the in the pet shop when uh, he tells – he's talking about how Mickey threw him out of his locker and he's like, oh, lockers aren't good anyway. People get the combination right. and they break in and they yeah. <laughs> steal your 20 bucks. Which yeah. never happens. No, never, no, no. Never <laughs> but, yeah, right. He's – like you said, making excuses when things don't go his way. Yeah, yeah. She she reiterates a little back and forth. You never had the chance because you're left-handed, huh? See, she's paying attention. Right, yeah. And I do like that it seems like she's kind of taking pity on him a little bit, asking, you know, if if that's why he didn't get his chance. So, mm-hmm. And I think he definitely plays into that a little with the next line. So it's going back to the excuses for coming up short yeah. in life. And it's a good point. Uh, so he bumps into her and she starts losing her footing and he catches her. This is, here is their first ever physical contact. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Rocky. Uh, so romantic. It is. So it is romantic. Very passionate. You know, um, in Rocky Balboa, when him and Paulie go to visit the ice rink that at that oh, point yeah. is out torn down, he, he uh, references this scene. But the way he he remembers it was very romantic yeah i guess it's just point of view because if, if this was your 
like first date with your wife you would obviously view it differently but maybe this would be romantic to you like oh I remember when you fell and dislocated my finger and <laughs> he says in Rocky Balboa that when he when he caught her felt her arm through her coat he felt electric hmm. <laughs> and then she shows yeah, yeah. her his busted finger <laughs> she and her reaction to it when she sees the, the finger it's you have to so great yeah, I, I, I recommend everyone when you're listening to this to go put to go tech this scene out and watch her reaction her face is back and forth yeah she's covering her face because it's, you know he, she, <laughs> she almost falls she again almost falls. Yeah. she looks like she's about to pass out she looks away then she looks back again looks away again then she looks back again then she focuses in it's it's a hole but she does that like like she she looks real closely at it and then backs away and then, yeah. like, looks over her glasses at it. Like, is this one? Am I seeing this? So is he just, um, is this his little trick that he plays on people with the dislocated finger thing? I think so. I think so, too, yeah. Yeah, I think, because it's one of those, like, double-jointed things right. where you can make one part of your finger bend and everything yeah. else stays straight. Yeah, it's Pinky's crooked. Pulls her back up, says it ain't her fault. He says it's an old room. Oh, oh, so he starts moving it back and forth. He goes, look, just push the button. Bong. <laughs> so he pushes on, on the inside of his knuckle, and his finger goes back to normal. Ta-da! <laughs> that is, that's what this date needed. Some, yeah. <laughs> a magic <laughs> trick? Close-up magic. <laughs> magic. Yeah, he starts to tell her how he did it, but he does the button bit instead. You mentioned him in Rocky Balboa talking to Paulie about the first name. It was like, yeah, and then she took my finger and I pretended it was a button and she pressed it and went, bong! <laughs> it was great. And Paulie just be like, you showed her your broken finger? <laughs> what kind of sociopath are you? Uh, so he says he wants to show her something and pulls out his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a phrase that you usually said on a date, but it's not, you know, bought his wallet. I'm going to show you something. Zip. <laughs> Bong. <laughs> and she probably would look at that the same way she looked at the finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, oh, man. I'm glad I don't have the uh, the minutes after the the ice skating stuff. <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a whole nother level of awkward. Yep. Uh, so our old pal, the ice rink attendant, yells seven minutes, and Rock, Rocky looks up, and, like kind of gives him an like an "Are you kidding me?" Like a you know, give yeah, me a just break. Wants to punch him in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wants to continue on on this just beautiful romantic date that we're on. It's I, I think it's going well. Well, he's nice and talkative. She's, you know, he's yeah. making her laugh. He's freaking her out. This sounds like all my dates ever. <laughs> yeah. Now they're like hanging on to each other. So I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that works out. Right, we broke the physical barrier. My first date ever. I went to the movies with a girl. We went to see Hoosiers in the movies, and I was so nervous. I set a seat away from her in the theater. <laughs> Ooh. There was an empty seat in between. There was an empty seat in between. Nice us. move. <laughs> yeah. So there was Oof. no no physical contact. N- no. Not, uh, to show your bong trick. No. Yeah. Makes it hard to do the yawn and and reach, yeah. move. Right. You just, you just end up poking her in the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. So in comparison, Rocky is having a much better first date than I had. 
Fair point. You were also what thirteen? He's thirty. I was in, <laughs> I was in eighth grade, I think seventh or eighth grade. All right. Rocky's thirty. He has no excuses. <laughs> Anybody else? I'm, I'm all tapped out here. Yeah, no. I'm good. Yeah. Travis. Yo. How about you? Let our fine listeners know, just to remind them in case they forgot yeah. since yesterday. Okay, well, I'm actually going to switch it up today and let them know about my Movies by Minutes project that is coming soon. Well, well, well. Yeah, so uh, myself and Eric Nash will be will be heading up Watchmen Minute. So we're going to be doing, yeah, the director's cut for Zack, Snyder, Zack Snyder's 2009 film. And uh, you can stay updated on our progress on Twitter at Watchman Minute. We should be releasing episodes somewhere in 2018. So you're carrying on your uh, real comic heroes into the minute by minute. Film. Yeah, gonna yeah do a nice deep dive into into a comic book movie. So nice. Yeah. Excellent, man. Well, as for us Rocky Minuters, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute. Join our Facebook listeners group, Mighty Mix. Or uh, you can go to DuelingGenre.com and find us and a bunch of other minute-by-minute uh, minute shows as well as uh, original audio dramas. And uh, Or if you could shoot us an email if you want, uh, we're RockyMinute at gmail.com. Come back tomorrow where this never-ending date continues next Rocky Minute.